Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Brain Little Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo, with Andy. Hello. Hello, Little Brainers. And Kells, hello. Before we get started, does anybody want to get out? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and Neil, hello. That was another cultural reference that I don't get. Aw. It's I mean, not a special when you don't get it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I get about 10% of your cultural references, so I'm kind of used to it. So... Our wonderful little brainers are aware that Kells and Neil duped it out on the top of the mountain last week to determine the, well, basically the guy with a pebble and uh, Neil kept the pebble. So it is incumbent upon me as a good host to establish a new way to assert trivia dominance. So we're having another tournament. Good call. Are we just going to keep having tournaments until you win one? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then we can retire the show. <laughs> 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 so what I, what we're going to do this time is we're going to do a 10-game. So the next 10 shows, we're going to do a 10-game tournament with the winner getting three points. The second place finisher getting two, and the last place finisher getting one. Total points at the end of those 10 games is the ultimate winner. Keeping it straight, forward, and simple. How you like it, guys? I like that. You got my attention. I'm in. So what we need from you, our wonderful listeners, is help me come up with a name for this tournament that isn't my usual mishmash of adjectives and then fading off into nothingness. Wait a minute. Be- before we before went on the air, uh, you assured all of us that you had a name. That you I were said good. you had a plan. I said... <laughs> you had a plan. Now you're listening to the plan come together. <laughs> which is, ask the people for help. <laughs> 30 of plan plan. together. So, tweet at us, Facebook us, Email us, hit our website, whatever you want to throw at us for a name, we'll look at it. And uh, the winner, the name that we choose, we'll get uh, we'll get a cool cool prize. Sorry, yeah. I'm at so, on Twitter right now at Brain Ladle Crap Plan. Okay. Well, it wouldn't get to us because we're yeah. at Ladle, Ladle Brain. Brain. Oh, it's right. It's at Ladle Brain on Twitter because. Neil, what's the topic today? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you probably know, if you've ever listened to the show before, we have a theme this week. And in that theme, I've got six categories. Each category has four questions, and each question is worth 10 points. There's a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And we've got a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. But we have an... A new uh, mechanic that we're going to be playing with today. Do you want to explain it, Deva? Yes, I do. So what we're going to do for this tournament, for the entire run, is we're going to have a bonus round. And again, if you can think of a better name, send us your your suggestions. 
We're going to have that bonus round. There's, uh, there are usually six categories. Well, at random, one of those categories is going to, to give more points. So instead of 10 points for a right answer, it'll be 15. So I'm going to use a super secret scientific method to determine which category that is. All right. <laughs> well I will not give away my secrets as to how I did that. So don't even ask. <laughs> so when we, when we get to the bonus category, I will, I'll let you know. Today, our theme is fruit. Fruit. My, uh, so what? Uh, before you get started with that, Neil, I must yeah. interject. Uh, Andy, what is your favorite kind of fruit? I, as my friends know, prefer my fruit in loop or pebbles form. Will there be a lot of fruit questions that are in loop and pebbles form? Not a lot, but there may be one or two in there. In trouble. Okay. Um, I, I suspect I may be in kind of the same boat as Andy. My, my niece came to visit a few weeks ago and she eats very healthily and was always trying to push me to eat fruit, but I'm not really a big fan of fruit. I don't like the kind of tangy sour fruit, like blueberries in my pancakes is just ruining a great pancakes. Right. That's, that's just one of many examples. So. But she got me to think about fruit, and so I wrote a whole trivia quiz about fruit. The first category is science. Science. The science. <laughs> I know. I know. Unfortunately, this is not the bonus round. I, I want to be. I, I need to. I need to be clear also that, for the most part, when I'm talking about fruit in this category, I'm talking about the botanical definition of a fruit not necessarily the culinary definition so hmm. botanical fruits include basically anything that has seeds that develop from the ovary of a flowering plant so that includes various nuts and um, some things that you don't necessarily consider to be fruit like in the in the in the produce department Okay. Dave, have you ever been to the produce department at a grocery store? Uh, Ian is a big fan of uh, of bananas. He was known okay. when he was a little boy as Ian being Banana Head. So I've been there many okay. times. I I have heard of this department. It's the oh, one where you can take a, a free three-second shower if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited about... It's about eating healthy and being outside with things. So we should yeah. be really good at this. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to give it a go. Okay, well, then let's get started. Question one. Orange is a pretty popular fruit, but I need you to tell me which came first, the fruit name or the color? Ooh. Locked in. Because it's 50-50. Locked in. I'm kind of easing you into it, Andy. <laughs> it's going to be downhill from here. Well, being somebody who doesn't eat fruit and is colorblind, this question is right up my alley. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm locked in as well. Kells, what's your answer? The color. Okay. Devo? 
I also went with the color. And Andy. I went with the color as well. There was a fruit named the Narange, which happened to be orange colored. And uh, when it got transported into Europe, it they just kept calling the color after the fruit. So you were all incorrect. That's the way I like to start my tournament. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. I thought that was a okay. softball. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got the 50-50 fruit question wrong. Wow. Yeah, I'm feeling what I'm having flashbacks to the wrestling category already. No, I feel I feel yeah. lied to because it's more fruit history <laughs> than fruit science. So on a technicality, I feel like we all deserve one point, but I know we won't get it, so I'm moving. No, on. you won't. Oh. Question two. Some fruits are gassed with ethylene between being picked and being put on grocery store shelves. Why? Locked I'm in. locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in as well. Okay, Deva. Um, I went with, so my thought was you pick it and then you uh, zap it with the fit word you said. Ethylene. Um, <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> with the ethylene. <laughs> To kind of to to slow the ripening process once it's off the plant. Okay, Andy. Um, I had the same uh, guess that ethylene slows down the the uh, the process of it ripening, and then of course ripening leads to rotting. Okay, and cows to slow the ripening process or to keep them fresh longer. Hmm. So that's interesting. The actual answer is to ripen the fruit <laughs> not to unripen it some some fruit when you when you pick it it basically stops uh ripening and uh, they they do that so they can transport it and then they 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 gas it just before it goes on the shelves to get the ripening again that's actually why have you ever heard that if you put a banana in a bag with other fruit the other fruit will ripen faster i have it's because it's because the banana um uh, exudes ethylene and that helps to ripen uh, oranges and some other fruit. They're you know what I right. about Fruity Pebbles and Fruit Loops? They are always <laughs> at peak ripeness when you eat them. <clears throat> you don't have to worry about it. They're already ripe. They're ready to go. I- I'm kind of Except excited about the ops because they're not ripe yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little excited at the prospect of sweeping all three of you for an entire category. So let's yeah, keep I'm going. Yeah, I'm excited too, Neil. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> what common citrus fruit has a known adverse reaction to a large number of prescription drugs? Oh, I think I locked in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I'm locked in as well. I've taken drugs before that say don't, don't eat this particular fruit with this... Uh, with this medicine locked in Andy I think it's a grapefruit Kells grapefruit and Davo grapefruit correct answer is grapefruit haha <laughs> broke your heart Neil I know I'm disappointed there, there's actually several fruit that, that can do that but grapefruit is the most common and uh, has the most of whatever chemical it is that affects those drugs 
Also, grapefruit tries to, you know, it tries to signal the eater that it's not good to eat by its extraordinarily tart taste. <laughs> I would agree. You shouldn't eat grape. Yeah, you shouldn't eat them because they taste terrible. That's nature's way of saying, don't eat me. Eat a steak. Question four. What spiny Asian fruit has a smell that has been described as raw sewage or rotten onions? But according to naturalist Alfred, Alfred Russell Wallace, tastes like almond-flavored custard. I'm locked in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again, I go back to my description of the grapefruit. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm locked in. I locked in. Okay, Kels? I'm hoping it's the durian fruit. David? It is the king of fruits, the durian Andy. Papaya? Correct answer is durian. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of a strong comeback after the abysmal beginning. I've got Andy with 10 points and Devo and Kells tied with 20. All right, let's move on to the sports category. Oh. <laughs> this is I didn't think curious. I'd see you. Yeah. Well, hello. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? I'm sitting there. They both. You hear that? Well, you said I didn't think I'd see you. Question one Syracuse University sports teams are known as the Orange. Formerly, they were called the Orange Men and the Orange Women, but I guess they changed fairly recently to just the Orange. What is the name of the Syracuse mascot? Oh, I know this. Locked in. What? I actually know this. What is the name of the Syracuse mascot? I'm locked in. Locked in. David? I I just said Otto. Andy? My name is Otto. I like to get blottoed the orange. Really? Otto the orange. (laughs) Kels, what did you answer? I also went with Otto the orange. The correct answer is Otto the orange. That was 100% a guess. I had no idea. I just thought it looked good on a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) What? Question two. What fruit is the quote-unquote spirit leader of the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns? Bonus, what city are the Cajuns in? Spirit leader? Mm -hmm. Okay, there's something Mm. in here. Keep in mind the caveat that I gave you at the beginning of the the show. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, no, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. Yeah, I'll just put that. Okay, I'm I'm finally locked in. That's what I thought. Locked in. All right, Andy. I almost guessed the tomato, but um, Louisiana and Cajun, it's got to be the cayenne pepper. And I think the university is in New Orleans. It's uh, it goes great in a lot of things. It's the cayenne pepper, yes. But the raging Cajuns come 
I believe they are ULL. So that's Louisiana Lafayette. David? Ooh. I uh, forgot about the... Uh... The, the chili pepper, the cayenne, the, all that. Oh, I put pineapple for some reason, and it's not even a fruit. So, um, <laughs> I'm. Uh, it is also I put down Lafayette as the city. Okay, uh, the correct answer is the cayenne pepper, and yeah. it is the university is in Lafayette. So I've got ten for Andy, twelve for Kells, and two for David. Yay! Question three. There are something like 39 NCAA football bowl games. Four of them are named after a fruit or types of fruit. Name them for three points each. So oh, four? possible 12 points. Four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Unless I missed some, but I don't think I did. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm going to lock in. Me too. Locked in. Kells, why don't you start us off? All right, let's go with the the sweetest fruit in the swamp, the gator. Now I'm playing. It's um, <laughs> I got I got the citrus bowl, the orange bowl, and the peach bowl. Okay, David. I have citrus, orange, peach, and none else at all. I I couldn't think of another one. Me either. And Andy. I have the orange bowl, the pineapple bowl, which I might have just made up, and the citrus bowl. Would it help at all if I told you that not all fruit is actually edible? Uh, well, I believe be that the... most fruit is not edible, but okay. It's not the... <laughs> no, I don't want to I don't throw it out there and probably be a poinsettia bowl. No. Okay. How about, how about Dallas? The cotton bowl? Cotton. Oh, cotton's wow. not a fruit. Cotton <laughs> is the fruit of the cotton plant. Why well, I thought cotton because oh, it's well, like there's a little wait. fluffy thing around it. There's seeds in the there's, middle. That's where the seeds are. And that's there's wow. a flower. How are we defining what fruit is? He told you. I already told you at the beginning of the show. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Fruit is tricky <laughs> and untrustworthy. Okay, so when I said earlier there's lots of fruit in sports, I kind of lied. I couldn't find very much. So this is sort of a sport, and then it's a competition. Question four is, this competitive eater with a fruity name has won apple pie contests and boysenberry contests, but is probably most famous for his hot dog eating. I know that. Oh. It's it's me, isn't it? It's me. I'm the answer. You're um, I don't think so. This this person had his world record for at the Nathan's contest. He ate seventy four hot dogs with buns in ten minutes in two thousand eighteen. Damn, that guy should get the Nobel Peace Prize right there. <laughs> oh, for Nathan dogs are heavy, than... man. They're all the It's people oh, starving, my. and he just eat hot dogs. Yeah, let's give him a prize for that. <laughs> you should get beat up in the parking lot. <laughs> Don't right. touch his stomach. Don't touch his stomach. <laughs> uh, I am locked in. Um, he has a fruit nickname, is what you said? No, his actual name. Is a fruit? Yeah, he has a fruit. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm locked in. Steve? Uh, I thought it was Joey Chestnut. <laughs> when I think fruit, I think crunch berries. Mm. And when I think heroes, yeah. I think Captain Crunch. Amen. Um, yeah. So I think with the fruit connection, this has got to be Captain Crunch. Just another one of his heroic mm. epics. Is the, is the crunch of fruit, though? The crunch, crunch berry berries are the fruits. Are the emperor's name? His name, and he though. discovered the fruit. Well, his yeah. name is shared with the Crunchberry, is it not? That's what's why it's shared yeah. because he discovered it. No, what I just decided I'm not doing this with you today. I applaud that decision. Kels, do you want to share your answer with us? Yes. Um, I was I was a little lost for a second, but it, it finally hit me. It must be Apple Paltrow Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what her mother would do if she ate seventy four hot dogs in ten minutes. Well, I have a feeling that there would be, she would be. Uh, uh, what's the word? Disowned. Eh. Probably Her mom's not. healthier than you are. Anyway, the correct answer is Joey Chestnut. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which, which is also that, a fruit. You know, I, I don't know. It's just one of the things that stuck in my head. I thought you made that name up. It sounds like the lead singer to a bad, easy listening 70s rock band. Well, he could be a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Tony Schiavone and Joey Chestnut here at the Sportatorium. I can tell you, this is one of the greatest atmospheres I've ever been a part of. Thanks, Joey. Let's get back to the action. (laughs) Okay, now I feel dirty. End of round two, I've got Andy with 36, and Kels and Dave are are still tied at 51 each. Woot. Okay. Which brings us to our third category, which happens to be our very first bonus category. Oh. No. Movies. Oh, come on. Hey, are you doubting my highly scientific method of selecting the category? Okay. We would never doubt you because you're cruel and vindictive. It would make us pay. Doubt the magic. Question one. The author of a book later turned into a movie described its title as, quote, appropriate for a story about the application of Pavlovian or mechanical laws to an organism which, like a fruit, was capable of color and sweetness. Locked in. Locked in. What? What's happening? Yeah. What am I? Yeah. I had it halfway through the guess or the halfway through the question. Me too. I, I thought it would actually be pretty easy. I'm totally lost. What? Can you read it again? The author of a book, which was later turned into a movie, described its title as, quote, appropriate for a story about the application of Pavlovian or mechanical laws to an organism, which, like a fruit, was capable of sweetness and color. Uh, I'm locked in. Obviously, a Sour Patch Kids movie. James and the Giant Peach. Okay. Kels? A Clockwork Orange. Devo? 
What? Clockwork Orange. Son of a... Is real dark for James and the Giant Peach, man. Yeah, very. I'm not sure where the Pavlovian stuff I, comes in for James, I, yeah, but I don't know why. Like you, yeah, Orange is much more. You this must is, uh, eat the peach. I was like, man, either he's right, and I really don't remember that movie, or oh, <laughs> well. Andy watches yeah. his on the Criterion Collection. Director's cut only. <laughs> oh, this one's going to take a while to live down. Okay. Yeah. So that's 15 okay. points for David Wayne Kells. No, I didn't get any points for that, huh? Interesting. Nope. I don't no, no. I mean, that's just because you got the answer wrong. That's the only. You reason. know how it is when you get the answer, like <laughs> you, you stop listening to the rest of the question. I don't know why, yeah. but. As soon as he started that question, like, oh, it's James and Giant Peach. And I didn't even bother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could not be persuaded otherwise. He read it twice. No. And you still came I know. I know. I was locked in. I felt. I was, I was proud of the answer, too. You sounded sad. very, very confident. I, would, I, would, I was yeah. actually feeling. I was feeling pity for Dave. Like, I can't believe we're taking two or three minutes to think about it. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, all you, right. you peacocked through that one. And- Oh, that one's going to sting for a while. Question two. In this 2008 film, a stoner witnesses a murder, and he and his dealer are pursued by a dirty cop and an evil drug lord. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, come on. Give me the... Give me, I, I want to hear this again, so I don't... Yeah. In this 2008 film... A stoner witnesses a murder, and he and his dealer are pursued by a dirty cop and an evil drug lord. Ray Guy, I'm punting. Oh, hang time. Hang time. I think I'm. I think I'm shook from the first one. It does. That does sound like a shook punt. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with Kells then. I believe it's Pineapple Express. David? Pineapple Express. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the correct answer is uh, is Pineapple Express. Question three. What fruit is shown at least 22 times in the Godfather movies, prompting fan theories that Coppola used them to announce or highlight violent scenes? Locked in. Locked in. Oh, you... Man, I'm going to get yeah, more Yeah, I wish you Godfather watched it more than once now, huh? I should <sighs> It's American classic. How many times have you seen Pineapple Express? <laughs> More times I, never I never have. I never have. No. I'm sure there's other movies I can shame you with. Other, uh, pff, there's something I can shame you with. Oh, Meaner, yeah. meaner. What? You got a blank man out there? <laughs> pull that one out of the I'll beat you to it. Blank man. All three Ninja Turtle, Turtle movie. Yeah. I was a child. You have no excuse. <laughs> yes, I've locked in. Okay. David, what's your answer? Uh, why make him ego first for more derision? Um, <laughs> I thought it was an orange. Rip off the band-aid now. So that's your answer? Yes. Andy? It is an orange. Kels? What? Uh, well, Johnny Ola, 
brought one to him in the Godfather part two. If you remember that part, I mean, it's hard to remember after one viewing. <laughs> but yes, it is the orange. Not to mention, he scares little children with his orange. He does right before he, you know. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, which which incidentally was totally made up on his on the spot. That was not in the script, and that kid was really? genuinely frightened. Yeah. That was that was not in the script. He just decided to carve those fangs out of the orange, and and it really did frighten the little kid. And it's in a died. movie, Davo, called Godfather. Um, <laughs> Once more. Thanks. But you got it right, though. Mazel tov. Thank you. Question four. This game was released in 2010 on iOS touchscreens, but has since been ported to Android and Xbox. A live-action movie was announced in 2016, but has yet to be filmed. Locked in. Locked in. <clears throat> you know, Andy, some birds are considered fruit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is all I can do. All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Wow. Okay, Andy. What's your answer? All I could think of is birds angry birds. Is not a but fruit. Of birds is not a fruit. <laughs> but all I could come up with is that Kells had to put the exclamation point at the sentence. <sighs> fine. Fine. Okay. Kells, what's your answer? I went with Fruit Ninja. Dave? So it's not angry birds. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> correct answer is fruit ninja well, apparently cotton's a fruit today so you know why couldn't a bird be a fruit yeah the world's upside down Andy. <laughs> i know all right Ooh. at the end of round three i've got andy with 51 points and kels and devo are still tied with 111 oh. thanks thanks to the uh bonus round that i think andy's regretting voting in <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that the steak is a fruit <laughs> category four is television question one on gilligan's island what fruit did the professor often use in his inventions bonus who played the professor so who's the actor and for an extra bonus the character's actual name Locked in. Yeah. My childhood wasn't wasted. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm locked in as well. I'm going to lock in with, with a couple of jokes. All right, Kells. <laughs> make us laugh. All right. So, well, I know for sure that it was a coconut because I was astounded that you know he can make such marvels out of a coconut but couldn't fix a hole in a boat um <laughs> i i Let think his name radio <laughs> out of a coconut yeah but you can't figure out you know you know a hole in a boat, boat yeah it's just beyond me but uh, i think his name might have been gus chiggins and he was of course paid by you know it's, it's a shock to me too but i Pretty sure it was Ray Liotta. Wow. <laughs> huh. All right, Andy. It is the coconut, which is is used by science to uh, to get satellites into space even today. Um, <laughs> the actor is 
Russell Johnson, uh, known to sci-fi fans uh, from his big film, This Island Earth, which mm -hmm. he dies in. Um, Say big film? Spoiler. What's that? Say big film? This Island Earth was supposed to be an epic sci-fi film that bombed. Okay. Um, it was the uh, Dune of the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> or the Robin of the 1950s, depending how you look at it. Um, <laughs> and, and Russell Johnson played the professor, otherwise known as Roy Hinckley. Ava? All I had was a coconut, man. The correct answer, obviously, is coconut. Play, the professor was played by Russell Johnson, and the character's name is Roy Hinckley. Yeah. So here's an interesting nugget. They specifically wanted the professor to be asexual. He even actually mentions that at some point during the show um, that he just has no interest in, in uh, relationships because he's all about the science. Uh, but at the end of a very Brady sequel, it's revealed that the professor is Carol Brady's first husband. Boy. What? But I Man, don't think no. the No, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, you know, the, the very Brady sequel was, you know, kind of a sat almost a satire of the of the original Brady bunch. Yeah. I don't believe it's canon because Brady Carol Brady's maiden or uh, first married name was definitely not Hinkley. I forget what it was, but it wasn't Hinkley. So yep. I think Whatever. that that's just a joke that they made during that yeah. movie. All right, good job, Andy, on all the bonus points. Question two. For a really embarrassing thing to know. The about. Banana Splits <laughs> were a late 60s TV show created by Hanna-Barbera. What sibling team designed the set and costumes and later created many shows of their own? Oh, man. Locked in. Andy's found his groove. By George, he's got it. Yeah, by wasting my childhood. <laughs> All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. Yeah, boy. Hey, uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Kels? It was the Rosada Brothers. <laughs> and Andy? It's the uh, Winkless Brothers. It is actually the brothers Sid and Marty Croft. Oh. Oh, oh the Winkless, Were the Winkless but, actually the character names? I don't know. Am I getting that mixed up with character names? So Sid and Marty Croft went on to create or produce a bunch of different shows, including HR Puffin Stuff, Sigmund and the oh. Sea Monster, and The Land of the Lost, as well as Donnie and Marie show and the Barbara Mandrell and her sister's show. Oh. Yeah, I shouldn't. All right, Andy, this one's for you. <laughs> in 1997, Saturday Night Live created a parody commercial for Fruit Loops, starring this African American poet and author, who was the first poet to recite a poem at a presidential inauguration since Robert Frost. Locked in. What? Well, it's got to be. So what? I'm sorry. Say that again. In 1997, Saturday Night Live created a parody commercial for Fruit Loops, starring this African American poet and author, who was the first poet to recite a poem at a presidential inauguration since Robert Frost. It, it wasn't actually the poet; it was one of the Saturday Night Live yeah. actors pretending to be this who poet. I think it is, but it was 
it was a poem about Fruit Loops, basically. Yeah, I have no idea about the SNL sketch, but I know the poet. Are you sure about that? I do, because I... Because you were pretty confident about Angry Birds. No, this one I got. <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. I, I am so frustrated <laughs> that I... I had the opportunity to go see her speak, and she got sick before the speaking engagement and had to cancel and said she'd reschedule, and then she passed away. You know who that person locked in, right? Yeah, I just want to point out that you just gave away some information that I didn't. Yeah, you are terrible at this. I thought everybody locked in. I'm having a bad game. Just you and me, buddy. I'm locked in. Good job, Andy. Sorry, (laughs) Andy. Andy. Maya Angelou. David. Maya Angelou. And Kels. Maya Angelou. Correct answer is Maya Angelou. Did I give it away, Davo? No, I. to be perfectly honest, I had it written down and then forgot to say I was locked in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better. That's still a reminder to you know, be careful what you say before everybody's locked in. <laughs> I've never been good at being careful what I say. <laughs> Here's a follow-up, sort of. Question oh, four for television. Speaking of Fruit Loops, it was the astronaut nickname for which Big Bang Theory character? I've never watched the Big Bang. That's going to be hard. I'm just, could you repeat the question? Astronaut nickname that's related to Fruit Loops? No. Speaking of Fruit Loops, it was the astronaut nickname for which Big Bang Theory character? So the character's okay. astronaut nickname was Fruit Loops. But I want to know who the character was. Oh, well, it can only be. Yeah, I'm locked in. I'll give you a hint. It was the one character that was an astronaut. (laughs) That's what gave it away for me, Neil. I'm locked (laughs) in, too. I'm locked in. Did you watch Big Bang? Uh, No, and I have a very long diatribe about Big Bang. Yeah, don't no, ask him about that. About it. I know. I already yeah. knew. <laughs> you knew the diatribe? Yeah. Don't get me Tell started. Us what's your answer? Okay. I believe it's Howard Wallowitz. Andy? Uh, Neil Armstrong. I and love Dave. He was my favorite character on that show. <laughs> Howard Wallowitz. Correct answer is Howard Wallowitz. All right. At the end of round four... I've got Andy with 75, Kells with 141, and Devo with 151. Mm. Category five is business. Business. Business of fruit. Sort of. Mm. Question one. Everybody's familiar with the current Apple computer's logo, but their original logo, logo featured which historical figure? Oh, man. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, locked in. Deva? Well, I'm not sure, so I'm trying to do a little logic. That I know that they had one of their versions of their Apple logo was more like a look more like an apple more, instead of a stylized apple. And I, I just said George Washington. And I thought, hey, they're in Washington, but they're not. They're in California. 
But I can, uh, see how you, I can see how you could go with that because of the whole apple tree thing. Yeah, that was a cherry tree. Oh, it was a cherry tree, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. See? Look. Never mind. That, logic that was train. a stupid answer, Dave, though. <laughs> <laughs> My logic train's on fire. <laughs> Kels? I'm hoping it's Sir Isaac Newton. Andy? Yeah, before Apple stole their uh, logo from the Beatles Apple Records, uh, it was Isaac Newton sitting under an apple tree. It was Isaac Newton. Dang it. Sitting, sitting under an apple tree. They changed it really soon after the company was founded. Hmm. Question two. BlackBerry was once the most prominent smartphone in the world. What country is BlackBerry based in? Locked in. Um, I feel like if I feel like I have two answers and one is going to sound better than the other, but I think it's more <laughs> incorrect. So, <laughs> so you think the incorrect <laughs> one's going to sound better? So well, the other one must. Be I want really to be bad. closer to right than not. Meaning, I want um, to. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're fine. No, you no, you gonna keep talking over me, Kels? Is that is that how we're gonna do this? I said one word. Oh, but yeah, two, well, actually. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm locked in. I went with the really dumb answer. All right. Andy, what's your answer? Indonesia. Deva? I went with the UK, specifically England. Okay. And Kels. I was thinking like across the pond, but I went with Canada instead. Oh, Canada. Well, I almost had my third sweep of the week, but Kells got it correct. Oh, my Perry's facing Canada. Wow. No. And they're still out there. They're still plugging away. You can still buy, buy BlackBerry devices. Why was I thinking Indonesia? I'm sure I've heard somewhere. It's possible that's I mean, where their devices were built. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I, I, wow. I, okay. Question three. In 2002, Fruit of the Loom was purchased by this company headed by Warren Buffett. Bonus, where is this company headquartered? Locked in. I'm locked in. Sure. I'm going to lock in. Okay, Kels. All right. I said um, the OK China Buffet. Oh, and, um, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I mispronounced that. That's a Buffett. And <laughs> I know he's from, I know he's from Nebraska. So I just guessed Omaha because Peyton Manning likes to say it a lot. <laughs> Andy well I I was totally at a loss because I don't really follow uh, the underwear industry uh, but then I heard you say Warren Buffett and I realized oh of course it's it's Margaritaville and uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's in Mexico a, no that's, that's a different Buffett mm. it is? yeah sorry oh, that explains a lot uh, Dave, <laughs> I I went with Berkshire Hathaway, and located. Isn't that in... the character from uh, the uh, 
Hillbillies? No, that was no, a, no, 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 okay. no. Oh, that's clearly Donnie's older brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with Omaha, Nebraska. Warren Buffett is the head of Berkshire Hathaway, based in Omaha, Nebraska. Num, num, num. I always get my Buffetts mixed up. Yeah. And then question four in business. This company, founded in 1851 in Hawaii, is the largest fruit and vegetable producer in the world. Locked in. This is part of my class. I'm going to lock in as well. Okay. I'm locked in. All right. Let's start with Devo. Dole. Kels? Yeah, I went with that guy that ran for president. <laughs> Rob Dole won't stand for it. <laughs> and Andy? It is Dole, and it is why Hawaii was annexed by the United States. <clears throat> really? Yeah, the uh, the queen of Hawaii, uh, the new queen at the time, I've forgotten her name, starts with an L. Um, yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Sounds Hawaiian. Um, she had she rolled out a new policy of Hawaii for Hawaiians that she felt that American companies were stripping raw materials out of Hawaii uh, for profit, which we were, particularly Dole. And Dole made it clear to the government that you know Hawaii should probably be a territory, and that fixed that. Hmm. All right. So the correct answer is Dole, if I didn't say that already. And that brings us to the end of the business category. And our scores are Kells and Devo are back to being tied at 173. And Andy has 95. Anybody's game. Our final category is music. Oh, this is where you, you want to try rolling the dice again? No? Okay. No. <laughs> Question one. In 1939, Billie Holiday recorded this song, which was a protest against racism and especially lynchings. It has been covered by many other artists and was named Best Song of the Century by Time Magazine in 1999. Locked in. Locked in. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to punt. Yeah. I was about to say, I doubt this will help Davo, but my favorite version of this song is Nina Simone. Simone. Yeah. 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 There is a live version of Billie Holiday doing this just before she died. That's also amazing. You can find it on YouTube. I show it to my class every year. I have to check it out. But Ray Guy. Wow. Ray Guy. Hang time. Hang time. I did. Okay. I did. So I don't really need to ask, but Andy, what's your answer? Strange fruit. Kels. Strange fruit. Correct answer is strange fruit. And it's a, it, it's a haunting song. I mean, it's it's almost hard to listen to um, when you realize that the strange fruit are the bodies of the black men that have been lynched hanging in the trees. I, I think everybody should should uh, listen to it. It is, it is a great song. And I, I agree, Kels, that the Nina Simone's version is... She was such an amazing singer. Yes. Hers is great. I mean, Billie Holiday's is not bad either. So don't be. Yeah. Wrong. 
All right. So that's kind of a downer, but let's move on yeah. to Harry Styles. This 2017 song by Harry Styles shares a name with a kind of fruit. It only reached 40 in the U.S., but for some reason hit number two in New Zealand. Oh, uh, that's the, yeah. The sound of silence was <laughs> dumbfounded. <laughs> I'm totally guessing from. I'm guessing as well, but I am locked in. Is that one of the dudes from One Direction? Yes. Okay. The cute one, apparently. <laughs> I think everybody knows I'm the cute one from One Direction. I am locked in. All right. Kells, what's your answer? Well, for all those who are curious, I scratched out passion fruit. And I wrote down kiwi. Okay. Andy? Yeah, kiwi is the only thing I can come up with for New Zealand. And Devo? It's a fruit, it's a bird, and I hope it's a song. Kiwi. <laughs> but birds are not fruit. No. no. That's what I learned today. This is the exception. But, but the kiwi yes. fruit is. <laughs> and that is the correct answer. Yay. So that's why I said it. I don't know why it's called kiwi. Because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with the song or the video, but and so that's why I specifically said it shares a name with that kind of fruit, not that it was named after it. And I assume the reason that it was a hit in New Zealand is because it's uh, because they're known as kiwis, named after the bird. Yes, kiwi. That's I've never I, heard the song, Andy. Or can you tell me much about your One Direction days and how? I, uh, how that track was laid down? Well, that's obviously when he went solo. Um, it's it's all a haze. I mean, I remember he met this Japanese visual artist, uh, and, and uh, one of the other guys is really getting into sitar music at the time, and just things kind of fell apart. He lost Andy. It's okay. It's, it's I have to say. When, when I realized that Harry Styles was one of the New Direction guys, or One Direction guys, I was a little hesitant to listen to to the song, but I felt like I needed to for uh, for the show. It is a mm-hmm. really is a really good song. I is actually it? really, really liked it. Yeah. No, I, I recommend going and listening to it. The video was really strange, but, you know, a lot of music videos are. Yeah, this is true. And we but just I, I, I really like this podcast one. history for being the first podcast in a few minutes to suggest to listeners to listen to Strange Fruit and to Kiwi by Harry Styles. So um, well, that's awesome. We're the first ones to do I mean, that. Great music comes in all kinds, all flavors. It's true. Sure. All especially flavors. Fruit. <laughs> Question three. This Brazilian singer from the first half of the 20th century is known for her fruity hats. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no. Uh, I, I can see her, but. Oh, I can too. And I can do an impression of her. Yes, yes, I know what it is. Yes. I'm uh, locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Kells, what's your answer? Oh, Kells is still thinking. Oh, Kells, let me know your answer when you think of it. <laughs> okay. I know it's wrong because I can't think of a last name, which is usually the most important part. 
Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in. Okay, what's your answer? It's, I I really feel like it's Carmen, but I said Chiquita. Oh, okay. Andy, it's Carmen Miranda who's famous uh, for the Chiquita Banana song. Uh yeah, Dana. Uh Carmen Miranda, excellently played by Bugs Bunny. <laughs> that's that's how was. I know her. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer is Carmen Miranda. She had kind of an interesting life. She was ostracized in Brazil for being too Americanized. <laughs> wow. But she was extremely popular in uh, in both places. So, All right. Question four, the last question of our regular rounds. What fruity band had a hit with Play That Funky Music? <laughs> Locked in. Locked in. See, I know this. I can see the answer in my head. Lay yeah. down that boogie. Play that funky <laughs> music. <laughs> Till you die. Till you die. Till you die. Till you die. See it in my head. Oh, gosh. Oh, come on, white boy. (laughs) Play that. (laughs) White boy. (laughs) That's actually why they why they wrote the song is because they were playing a band, playing a concert. And someone shelled it out. Play some funky music, white boy. <laughs> it's all so simple. Uh, I'm, I'm locked in. Okay. And Andy. Wild Cherry. Devo. The Ramones. Oh, Coast. don't you ever do that again. <laughs> don't you. I will come through this microphone. Don't you ever no no. It, it, it is indeed wild cherry. Correct answer is wild cherry. Man. The band was named after a cough drop. Sucrets. <laughs> I don't know the brand, I just know the flavor. Where the Ramones were named after a pseudonym of Paul McCartney. Really? Yeah, uh, McCartney at uh, the height of the Beatles would, um, uh, and I forget which one of the Ramones it was, but he would register at hotels as, I want to say, Joe Ramone. I might be, I, know, I know the last name was Ramone, but I forget what the first name was. And um, one of the guys in the band liked that and adopted that as his name, and the rest of the band kind of followed suit. Huh. Nice. All right. At the end of the regular rounds, I've got... Andy with 135, Devo with 193, and Kells with 203. <sighs> it's a pretty high-scoring game. It is. Well, for, for two of the three players. <laughs> so for the final question today, I am looking at worldatlas.com. They have an article that is the most popular fruit in the world. And they list the top 12 most popular fruits in the world by metric tons. 
<laughs> so I just need you to name 10 of those for 10 points each. And your time starts now. Birds is not a fruit. Okay. Uh, Andy, let's start with you. What did you come up with? Um, I literally got to the point where I was just trying to remember fruits. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Sad. It took me a while to come up with 10 fruits. Uh, cherry. Pineapple. Bananas. Grapes. Oranges. Watermelons. Tomatoes. Ah. Apples. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Oranges? Yeah, so I listed oranges twice, so I have nine. Um, and... <laughs> well, all right, all right, if I could, if I'll just put a caveat there. The second orange, I meant tang um, and lemons. Astronauts okay. to should... the moon. <laughs> so I've got, I've got eight then. Mm, okay. Another one. Well done, Andy. No, no, no I, I mean, got. I only heard eight. Oh, he. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh crap! That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, what's, what's your list? Once again, I've been oh, double crossed by fruit. I will put in crunch berries as my last answer. Oh, raspberries. Oh, I just thought of all the berries. <laughs> Stupid fruit. I went with apples. Okay. Bananas. Grapes. And I think we're going to, I think all of us are going to have kind of a tricksy little, this isn't usually thought of as a fruit answer. But I went with olives. Ooh, nice. Pineapple. Watermelon. I also put durian because they're really popular in Southeast Asia and they're very big. <laughs> uh, yeah. Strawberries, uh, cherries, and peaches. Oh, peaches. Georgia. That would have been a good one. More pears. Kels. That's another that good one. All right. Oh, bananas, apples. Strawberries, cherries, oh, grapes, oranges, pineapples, blueberry, grapefruit, and I said avocado. Hey, oh, there you go. That's, that's, that's my one. Yeah, we all like we're going like to do one. <laughs> right. So I'll give you the, the quick list. Uh, I'll go through the list real quick and then uh, tell you what I totaled for you, and you can tell me if you agree. Number 12 on the list was pineapple, oh, uh, hey. pears, tangerines, <clears throat> plantains, what? mangoes. You're making fruit up now. Mm. All right. Oranges were number seven. Oh. Grapes, grapefruit oh. at number five. Oh. Uh, apples. Number four, watermelons were number three, bananas were number two, and number one was tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> I didn't do bad. Wow, I didn't do as well as I thought I would. Me either. I counted um, six for Andy, five for Devo, and six for Kells. Oh, man. 
which brings our totals to Andy with 195, Devo with 243, and Kells with 263 points and the win. So for the tournament rankings, Kells now has three points, Devo has two, and Andy has one. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Neil. That was a really good quiz on fruit. That was a very good one. Strongly lacking in Crunchberry, but we'll have to get over that. Yeah, I did throw some fruit loops in. You did throw in fruit loops, which I appreciate. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Devo with Kells. Uh, the words of a famous American, uh, wop, bop, baloo, bop, wop, bam, boom, to the fruity. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> so long, ladle brainers. And Neil. A gentleman named Brian O'Driscoll once said, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. I love that quote. <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> Signing off. Uh, hello, all you good trivia people out there. Uh, if you like what you hear, I have exciting news uh, for you. You can listen to this show on your favorite podcast apps, wherever that might be. Whatever uh, floats your boat. Uh, you got any ideas, you can tweet us at uh, Ladle Brain. If you're into the Facebook kind of thing, uh, we're at Brain Ladle Productions. Also, YouTube, at Brain Ladle Productions. Kind of redundant, but you get the idea. We also have a website, BrainLadleTrivia.com. If you want to get us individually, there's a Neil, there's Kels, there's Davo, and there's even a, an Andy fellow. If you're feeling generous, uh, also have a Patreon. You know, if you can send us some ducats, it really help out the show. And that also that leads into us helping you. So help us help you, and you be classy out there. Hope I'm out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.